Hello everybody and welcome to Bite-Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and in this podcast I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. In this week's episode of the podcast I hope to share a few thoughts about the idea of pilgrimage. Yesterday I watched some magnificent scenes from the top of Crowpatrick, Ireland's most holy mountain in County Mayo, where the retired Orte journalist Charlie Bird did his climb for Charlie. He was accompanied by all sorts of colleagues from the Orte News Network. He was accompanied by various celebrities, figures from the entertainment world and the sporting world as he made this pilgrimage following his diagnosis uh, last October of having motor neurons disease. And he made the pilgrimage in order to raise funds for motor neurons uh, research in Ireland and also for Pieta House, which is a charity um, designed to offer support and assistance to those troubled by their mental health or those who have been bereaved by suicide. But Charlie has lost his voice as a result of his illness, but he speaks with the aid of a word processor. And it was an amazing scene as he galvanised so many people right across the country to take part in these climbs uh, throughout Ireland and indeed the United States and the Far East and many other locations across the world. Only a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity myself to take part in the pilgrimage in Downpatrick on St. Patrick's Day. And that's always a very special day in the life of our diocese. But it was the first time in three years when we could gather in person. And the pilgrimage began um, at about nine o'clock, following a little bus ride from Down Cathedral to Saul, and the site of St. Patrick's first church in Ireland, just outside Dan Patrick, maybe about three or four miles outside. And we shared an early communion service in Saul, and then we began this pilgrimage or prayer walk from Saul Church to Down Cathedral. And we stopped at various points to pray at places like schools and parks and business premises and churches to pray for God's hand upon our land, to pray for him to be at work in the lives of ordinary people. And it's always a wonderful experience on that pilgrimage to meet people from all sorts of backgrounds from right across the world. And this year I had the pleasure of the company of a man I had never met for part of the journey And I discovered that he, too, is a podcaster. So he's going to turn the tables on me in the next couple of weeks and do a podcast for his local radio station where he presents a show every lunchtime. But the pilgrimage in Downpatrick is usually led by the bishop and he's often joined by church and community leaders, by local politicians, by all who want to come along and walk and pray for this occasion 
And over the years, as I say, I've met really interesting people on that pilgrimage, maybe young people from America serving here on a mission team, maybe nuns seeking to pray for and to serve the local community. I've met people suffering with serious illness and grateful for the strength on the day to make the walk and to meet others and to pray. But to me, there's always something significant or special about being able to set aside a few hours and give attention to the spiritual part of our lives. And the community aspect of a pilgrimage is an encouragement because you realise that you're not alone in seeking God's presence and his purposes in your life. And it's great to join with other like-minded people on that walk, on that journey. There have always been places that people associate with pilgrimage and, and not just in the Christian tradition. Jewish people have always had a yearning to celebrate the Passover or other religious festivals in Jerusalem or indeed to return to their, their spiritual roots in the land of Israel. Members of the Islamic community have a strong pull towards making the pilgrimage to Mecca. But in recent years, conscious, I think, of this sort of spiritual searching and yearning, the BBC have tended to film a series during the season of Lent inviting a diversity of people from different spiritual backgrounds to go on a spiritual journey together. So I've seen a series in which people walked the Camino de Santiago de Compostelo, an ancient pilgrimage route across parts of France and northern Spain. And I've seen another series more recently where people walked across the Balkans. And in these journeys, people are undertaking the journey for all sorts of personal reasons, sometimes for religious purposes or other times maybe to come to terms with a bereavement or a divorce or a serious illness or struggle in their personal lives. And in my own life, I, I think I've been incredibly fortunate over the years to go to some very special places of pilgrimage. These are sites that are remembered for some holy purpose or places that maybe house a community of worship and prayer. The places themselves are often isolated or removed a bit from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. And sometimes it takes a bit of an effort just simply to get there, to start your journey. So I think of places like the island of Iona in Scotland. I think of the monastic community of Taizé in France. I think of having had the, had the opportunity in my own life to visit Jerusalem and Galilee and Israel. Or indeed, I remember uh, an experience of spending some time in the Spiritual Life Centre in Albany in the United States when our diocese had a partnership link with that place. But of course, we don't have to even go outside our homes to set aside time for God, to make space for him, to turn off our digital devices and to try to listen to what he might want to say to us. A few years ago, 
I bought a very helpful book, and I'm going to recommend you this book if you listen to the podcast. It's a book called One Day for God, and it's written by a lady called Andrea Dove. And One Day for God is is a fantastic book which which gives some suggestions for structuring a day or even part of a day for God. And sometimes we discover God in places of pilgrimage, places like churches and chapels and monasteries, places where people have prayed regularly for many years. But sometimes we discover him as we simply offer him some space in our cluttered lives. And in order to do that, we don't actually need very much in terms of resources. Maybe a Bible, maybe a pen, maybe a spiritual book, perhaps a notebook, and just simply some time away from people so that we're undisturbed and we're prepared to give God our attention. Could I also maybe recommend to people who haven't had the opportunity to to tune in um, that on our parish YouTube channel, that's St Finian's YouTube, you can catch some very helpful midweek Lenten services which have been broadcast on Thursday evenings throughout the season of Lent. And there's only a couple of these left, but they're all there. If you've missed them all, you can go and and start from scratch uh, on on times when you are free by tuning on to the St Finian's YouTube channel. And in these short services, they're about half an hour long, they're helping us to think about what it means to be a disciple or a follower of Jesus. The teachings are presented by our curate, Andy, and I think he has an incredible gift for teaching and for making this idea of discipleship accessible and practical. It's easy to understand. It's grounded in reality. And so it could be a great resource for you if you're considering this idea of pilgrimage or journey through this holy season that we're in right now, the season called Lent. And we prepare through this season to welcome Jesus afresh in the season of Easter. But I want to just commend those things uh, as a resource to you. And I want you to maybe think about setting aside a little bit of time for God at some point in the coming weeks. There'll be the opportunity on Good Friday, which is a couple of weeks away, in our own parish church, where the church will be open all day for people to go and to pray. There will be some pointers for prayer in terms of resources within the church, uh, but it's simply a space for you to go and spend time in front of the cross on the most holy, the most solemn day of the church's year. But maybe, again, you can make your own personal pilgrimage on that day and know that as you enter the doors of God's house, you will find a welcome and embrace from the outstretched arms of Jesus upon the cross. So I want to commend the idea of pilgrimage to you. I hope everybody has a good week. And we look forward to speaking again within the next little while. Well, that's all for this week. 
Thank you for listening, and if you were kind enough to hit follow or subscribe, or even leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Join me again next week for another bite-sized chunk of faith.